You are listening to Challenge to Lead, five-minute thought nuggets to inspire you to be better. Have you ever heard the phrase, it takes six no's to get a yes? That phrase sticks with me all the time. And lately I've been talking about sales, thinking about sales and marketing, and I was having a conversation with someone about follow-up on proposals. Like, I'll put out proposals of what I want to do. Honestly, I think I probably undercharge for what I accomplish, but um, but I want to provide so much value that people feel like blown away by it, right? However, I put the proposals out there and I think, well, I, I put my heart and soul into this. It's, it's amazingly well-written. Look, I know, so humble, right? But you know, it's very well-written. It's very comprehensive. Um, they're going to read this and they are going to say yes, of course. And one of my friends was like, nope, that's not how it works. And you know it. You know that the magic is in the follow-up. And in real estate, we talk about this all the time with contracts and marketing and sales. Um, I used to do marketing analytics for people. While I was doing my own marketing analytics, I developed some consulting there to help other people with their marketing analytics. And we would always look at how many leads to get an appointment, how many appointments to get a contract, how many of those contracts fell out, and what was the follow-up like. And I'll tell you what we would find is for people who had very good follow-up sequences that were generally six to seven touches over, let's say, a six-month to a one-year period, that they're, they got about 30% of their contracts. I think one of the guys was getting like 37% of his contracts from follow-up, which would like technically be cold conversations. And he just would continue to nurture them. And as I was discussing this this week and knowing in my head that it's necessary to do follow-ups, I read this great article and one of the points of it just hit home in such a way that I was like, don't be an idiot, Becca, of course. And it was basically, if you are proposing something, a sales call to anyone and the service that you provide is valuable, you are probably proposing it to someone who is very busy (laughs) and who has a lot of things on their calendar. And it's not that they don't want to hire you. It's that they're fighting the closest alligator to the boat. They're fighting the the brightest fire at that moment. And even while they might be interested in your services, it just might not be the right time. And you need to continually put yourself back up on the radar in a non-annoying way, generally by providing value. Guys, I don't know why I need to hear this so many times. I have been doing this now for almost 10 years. And it's like I go through these phases of cycles where I have to be reminded every couple months about consistent marketing. And then I have to be reminded about uh, live answer and and getting to prospects quickly. And then three months go by and I have to be reminded about follow-ups. And then three months go by and I have to be reminded about buttoning up the details and just reviewing your work for the past three to six months to make sure that you didn't drop anything that you said you were gonna do. So maybe you are like me and if you are, this is a reminder for you. In sales, the magic is in the follow-up. Automate it as much as possible, but don't forget to have those conversations continuously because you're generally talking to busy people who want your services but 
are waiting for the right time to it be, for it to be the thing they need to do. You need to be in front of them when they make that decision. That's it. That is your challenge today. Have a great day. Go forth and prosper. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Hey, I have a goal that I could use your help with. I'm trying to get 100 more subscribers on this podcast. And if you get something out of this podcast, I would love if you would share it with your world and ask your friends to subscribe because like people tend to be with like people. And I do this podcast because I am firmly convinced that if we each spend a few minutes each day assuming positive intent and looking at the world through the angle of being just 1% better, I think that we all get better. And I think that you probably believe the same thing. So I'd love your help. If you can help me get to that 100 more subscribers, that would be awesome. But regardless, I hope you have a great day. Go be better.